The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. When everyone's on the same page, getting things done at work is easy. Make a bigger impact at work with Grammarly. Grammarly is your secure AI writing partner that allows your team to make their point and move faster. You can even save time by going from spending hours editing drafts to just seconds. Join the 96% of Grammarly users that say it helps them craft more impactful writing. Sign up and download Grammarly for free at Grammarly.com slash podcast. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Welcome back to another episode of Not Your Average Conversations. Not Your Average Perspectives. Not Your Average Black Girls. Hey, not your average black, not your average black girls. A little twist Ooh, on there for you. It's a remix. I know. <laughs> and then a little um, little high note at the end That was like a Disney version. That was a Disney version. Okay, okay. I told y'all, I'm the Beyonce of this group, okay? Ooh. Okay. Right. We reaching today. <laughs> I'm just leave that one alone. But what's up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of Not Your Average Black Girls. We have myself, Megan, Jordan, and Dice here today, and I want to welcome y'all to our very first bonus episode. We're so excited. It's going to be a little bit um different. We're just kind of going to talk you know, be a little casual. We're not going to give y'all some of the things we normally give y'all. Um, you know, we're on season two and we just want some extra content. It's still going to be good, y'all. <laughs> we're not going to no, give y'all what we not. normally give y'all. Oh my God. This is the Walmart version. Version of our uh, listeners. Episode. Which version of the episode? Listeners understood where I was going. If you just keep listening to the sound of our voices, you will see what the difference is. But, okay, so. This is uh, what you expected versus what you got. What you got. Shut yes. up. Oh my God. <laughs> See y'all, this is what happens on a regular basis. Like the trolling does not stop <laughs> in this dynamic. Um, listen, we got to talk about something important, okay? <laughs> We're talking about black hair, y'all. Now, if you know, you know. Um, if you're one of our non-black listeners, then this is still a good episode for you. You can maybe learn something today. But we're going to talk about black hair, and I'm kind of excited for it. I love hair. Um, Let's just jump right into it. What do y'all feel like? Okay, so before we answer questions like black hair, what's the first thing that comes to your mind? Beautiful. I agree. Beautiful. Mm -hmm. um, Sometimes frustrating. (laughs) 
<laughs> you know, like if I'm just thinking about everyone's experience, like beautiful, but sometimes frustrating. Um, I'm like fascinating, idolized. Like how many people do we know who could relate to like the whole don't touch my hair thing? Versatile. I know I can. Yeah. That was Definitely. a good one. That was a good one. Versatile. Versatile. What are some of your, um, what are some of y'all's hair struggles? I think mine currently, it just it just never does what I want it to do, um, or it never does what it's supposed to do. So like I was one of those uh, heat train naturals, and then <clears throat> excuse me, I feel like every time I get to talking, I get a little rattle in my throat. But anyway, I was a heat train natural, and then <laughs> I went. I decided to go like heatless and like, y'all, my hair is acting up now more like heatless. And I, I don't mean like acting up and like, Ooh, yo, your curl pattern coming through and it's getting, dare I say that N word nappy. No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying like, it's acting like it don't want to be healthy now that like I'm trying to go heatless. And that's just the strangest thing to me. Like, I feel like my hair actually respects heat more. Um, so just me just kind of being on that journey to like healthy hair um, and then also just trying to like learn my hair natural too. But I said all that to say, I'm probably just going to cut it off anyway. So it is what it is. <laughs> I'm not surprised by that, Jordan, by your hair reacting that way. Because when I first started going natural, I had learned pretty early on and I had like a hairstylist tell me this. And she was like, you either have to be straight natural or curly natural. It's not really possible to do both, especially consistently. Um, and so for years, I, I took her advice and I just was curly natural and I would rarely ever straighten my hair. Maybe once a year, I would get it straightened. And so when I cut my hair, long story short, I cut my hair and I just had hair at the top of my head and um, I had gotten it pressed and it looked great. And so I just wanted to keep this press train going. And so I just kept applying heat, applying heat, applying heat. And then one day I was like, I'm ready to get my curls back. <laughs> Hell No. <laughs> I had caused heat damage to my hair. My curl pattern was all types of jacked up and it took me a good year to get my original curl pattern back. So yeah, once your hair has been kind of trained to be one way or the other, it kind of just likes to be that way. Um, it doesn't like to be manipulated too much, um, but it just depends on how often you're doing it. So anyways, I'm not surprised. That's all I'm saying. That's pretty interesting. I, um, I can say though, Jordan, like I feel like you're always you're always changing your hair. Like, I feel like Baby. you, you, I never know what you're doing. That was the old me. That was the old you. The new me, she'll slap this bad boy in a low bun. And I also feel like that's another reason why I'm harming my hair. Um, it's because I found eco gel when I got to law school. And I love a good low bun look. Like, I love a good sleek bun and the crazy part is my hair is really thick and so getting a sleek bun is not as simple as just laying a bunch of eco on top like no you got to part that is layers to it like when they say it's levels to it it's layers to a bun um and then you got to sleep on it overnight tied down to get that real sleek look and then come back through with the oil and all that good stuff but what I realized that I was missing out of that process was some type of like moisture and I was the bonehead who thought that oil was moisturizer and it's not like you need some type of like leave in and stuff like that. So I'm learning. I got like Buku hair products in there and I've got like a natural hair care line. Well, actually, I've got like two natural hair care lines that I really, really like. But, um, you know, like we good, but it, it, it's just time for a nice little chop. And y'all know I'll cut my hair in a heartbeat that I don't care. Yeah, about. you definitely will. Like you used to always in college pop up with like 
a haircut. And I'd be like, no, I thought you said you was going to let it grow out. But yeah, I changed my mind at the last minute. I was like, oh, okay, I just can't keep up with Jordan. Um, You mentioned something about hair products that made me think, like, y'all have any, who are y'all's favorites? Like, I feel like this is like girl chat. Like, let's get into <laughs> it. <laughs> Child, let me tell you, I don't even think I have, like, well, I have maybe one. Because I've been natural now for about 15 years. Damn, I'm joking. <laughs> and so I don't really like, I think when you first go natural, most people kind of go through that stage of buying all these different products. So I kind of like got that stage out the way, you know, forever ago. So now I kind of just know it's rare for me to try a new product. I've, I have survived off of water and conditioner for years. Um, but it all comes down to your hair type at the end of the day. But I will say there is a product called Curls um, by Blueberry Bliss or something like that. And you can find that. Oh, at yeah. It smells good. Yeah. And that one works really well for my hair. Um, pretty much all of her products. And it's a black owned business. Um, not one of those like front and black owned businesses like, you know, Shea Moisture or whatever. It's like a real legitimate black owned business. Um, but her stuff is really good. Um, and it works well for my hair. So that's currently my favorite natural hair product. What about um, you, Jordan? I got a couple. So I have now learned to appreciate pattern more by Tracy Ellis. Um, but I have to use this stuff like the intensive stuff because my hair, I think I have low porosity hair. So it takes a lot to get like the moisture in and for it to like really seal but their intensity conditioner really does it um I do enjoy Miel's a lot and I know she will get into her you know little scandals any given month but I do enjoy a good Miel's product I think they're like a really good cheap um alternative or I'll say affordable alternative just to like have in your cabinet um and then I also enjoy Camille Rose too like I like some of their products as well I like their co-wash um and yeah but I, I also like olaplex too and that's not black owned but a lot of people have um been talking about olaplex and they use it for both like black and white hair but it's good for damaged hair and i actually have seen a difference since i've started using it so okay all right i didn't know that last one that you named i don't think i've ever heard of that one um but I did try the pomegranate line for Miel Organics when they were having that um that $6 sale or $7 sale, whatever it was, a couple of months ago. I used that opportunity to get that whole line. I would have to agree. I do like um I, I like that that line. Those products are pretty cool. Um I was sitting here thinking, Dice, you also, like I've talked about Jordan, but you also have um changed your hair a lot over the years like you done you done cut it you done like didn't you have like the sides shaved at one time like you done colored it <laughs> like you have done a lot to your hair as well do you feel like um the some of the changes that you've made like whether it be cut color um whatever did you like see any damage from that or did you ever see growth from that or kind of didn't affect you like how did that go um so from coloring, no, because um, at the time when I was coloring my hair, like regularly, I would say I was going to a natural hairstylist at the time when I lived in Atlanta and she was like a color specialist for natural hair. And so she only used dyes that were not, um, or excuse me, that did not contain harsh chemicals. So 
they were more, I sort of like what better word, they were a little bit better, like more natural dyes. And so they never damaged my hair. Um, and I just, you know, she was professional, so I trusted her or whatever. She never steered me wrong. Um, so no problems there. The only time that my hair got damaged is when I applied that heat to it <laughs> um, <laughs> for too long. You know, I really should have let it go after I had that first like professional press. I should have let it go once it had run its course. But, you know, I got greedy and I was feeling cute. And I was like, no, I'm going to just keep this train going. And so, yes, that was the only time that, yeah, my hair was was damaged. I got you. I, um, you know, when it comes to color, I have always wanted to, like, try color. But I've always been kind of, like, hesitant to do so just because I've heard so many people say, like, no matter, you know, what you do, who you go to, like, color is a chemical and it's going to be damaging to your hair and I just was always like lenient or whatever um but recently as I am came out with like this line I don't know if y'all saw it or not but it's basically like um a line of like I don't know whether to call it paint like wax I don't know but it's a whole line they have like six different colors um and it's temporary obviously they say like it might take like one wash for it to go away um they have like a gold, a red, a blue, um, a green, a purple, and I think a silver. And I was like, this is so cool. Like, I feel like I can finally try like temporary um, color just to see if I like it before I go like more permanent. Because that's always my thing. It's like, I don't want to go permanent and hate it. But um, that's that, that has to be like one of my favorite lines now that I'm sitting here thinking about it. Like, I really like As I Am. They... I've never steered me wrong with my products, but I'm a little bit different from y'all because I've always been natural. So a lot of things, like I think I've told someone this before, like a lot of things, I guess, that are, are trends, so to speak. Like I didn't realize that it was a, a trend or I didn't realize that it had a name until things like YouTube started getting bigger. Um, perfect examples like wash and goes. I, I didn't call it that. Like, I don't know anyone who else was natural who did. Um, People didn't start calling it that until YouTubers came out and started, you know, calling it that. Or these different Black-owned companies started putting out products and saying, oh, this one would be good for a wash and go. And it was so funny because for the longest time, I'd be like, what is a wash and go? <laughs> and one of my friends was like, oh, you do it all the time. You probably just don't call it that. I was like, no, I'm not. So ironically... Even though I've always been natural, I feel like um, it took me a minute to get like kind of hip to the natural hair culture because I don't know. I guess it's one of those things where you're not doing research on something that you've always done. So like there's a lot of stuff that I think goes on now to where it took me a minute to get to the point where I even knew what people was talking about. I was like, oh, that's just how I do my hair. But I don't know. <laughs> I was sitting over here just now trying to make an appointment to get this mess cut off. So you like cutting it off off or? Yeah, I think I'm going to like go for a real shortcut. Like, like Halle Berry? Like... Her hair's not short anymore. Well, You're talking about like back in the day. Now, come on, don't do that. You know what people say Halle Berry. <laughs> she, Jordan knows she I'm was say, wrong. She knows she know what I'm talking about. You're going to sit up here and do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, um, no, nah, not that short, but like I have to send y'all a picture of what I'm going for. Cause it's like, it's like kind of short, but like not short, you know, it's, it's going to be a manageable length for me as a new member in the pixie cut community. So. Okay. Okay. Well, more power to you. Um, I don't think I have the, um, discipline to keep up with the shortcut. Cause 
um I feel like with short hair like you gotta I don't know I might be a little bit biased but I feel like with short hair like you gotta be ready and willing to like stay on point at all times because it look good when you coming out the salon if you go like a week without touching that thing you can't brush it up into no bun you can't you know do no ponytail like you got to make sure it's on 10 at all times but yeah i know i don't have any need to do that so more power to you on that um so we're talking about styles or whatever like you saying that kind of led into the next part so why do y'all think so many black hairstyles are um deemed you know unfit or ugly or not professional or whatever I mean, and to put it simply, because as we know, we live in a, excuse me, we live in America. We live in a predominantly white society. And so I think, you know, without getting way too heavy, I just think at the end of the day, they had set the quote unquote standard um, of what beauty is. And so to them, or at least, I don't know, you could argue this, but I, I feel like to some of them, especially back in the gap, I think they wanted everybody's hair to look like white people hair. And I feel like it's kind of funny now because I think the opposite is happening where white people are trying to get their hair to look more ethnic, which is really hilarious when you think about it. But (laughs) nevertheless, yeah, I think they had put it in our minds and I can only speak from personal experience, but my grandma is half white and she cannot stand my hair. Um, thinks my hair looks a mess, always tells me my hair is naughty, whatever, whatever. You know, I love her, but I'm just like, Grandma, you 101 years old. You came up in a totally different time. Your hair is not like your typical black person hair. And, you know, her hair is very thin, long, and straight. And I was like, that's just how your hair is, and that's great. I was like, my hair is the complete opposite, and I'm fine with that too. Like, (laughs) I was like, you know, but they didn't come up in a time where you were taught to embrace your hair. Um, and I can argue, even I didn't really come up in a time where I was taught to embrace my hair. And so, especially when I went natural, it was y'all, <laughs> Ooh, Lord, when I decided to go natural, it, when I went natural, it was not a thing. It wasn't like everybody was doing it like how it is now. It was like, it was very, very rare. And I got all types of comments from men, from women, adults, teenagers or whatever, because I was a teenager at the time, you know, people telling me, you know, why are you wearing your hair like that? Your hair looks a mess, yada, yada, yada. So it's like our own community will police our hair or whatever, because we are so used to trying to follow this standard that we can never meet and frankly should never have been a standard, but that's a tangent. So anyways, that's my long winded version of (laughs) why we are where we are and why they thought our hair was ugly or still think our hair is ugly. I'd also like be willing to kind of argue that it's because um, Caucasians don't really do much to their hair, like outside of the funky color and a cool cut, you know, it's not really like they were doing braid styles or like really thinking to express themselves with their hair the way our hair allowed us to express themselves. So I don't even know if it's, well, actually, I'm not going to say I don't know, because I definitely agree with you, Dice, that it's them, um, or like this this ideology is like rooted in Caucasians wanting African-American hair to resemble theirs. But I'd also be willing to argue that maybe just a little of them is kind of like, damn, why we didn't think of it first? You know what I'm saying? Like, that's kind of cool. And, and we didn't think to do that with our hair first. So it might just be um, kind of like a fear of the different. Like, you know, um, 
we that like that's cool that's new and that's not something we thought of that that type of expression is not how we express ourselves and that's not something that we thought our hair could do so how dare they do things with their hair that we never even tried to do with ours that's just me yeah I can see what you're saying but then at the same time it's like well of course they didn't try it because their hair isn't capable like it's not it's not the same like our hair black people's hair and white people's hair cannot do the exact same things exactly but we make but we make our hair do some things that is not supposed to do that's why we got frontals that we make look like come out our scalp you know what i'm saying and in the 80s they loved a good teaser and some hairspray they got that height by any means necessary they do perms too. So I guess what I'm just trying to say is people are smart. Like the, the human being is smart. And if you wanted to make something happen, you could, you know, like we've got science, we've got brains, we've got, you know, hair scientists and all that good stuff. So it was like, if you had a dream, if you wanted to make something happen, I'm sure you could come up with it, a way to do it. Like we found ways yeah. to do stuff. I mean, they find hair. a way, but 99.9% of the time, it's not accurate. <laughs> Yeah, and like, it never holds. Like they make it, yeah, they make it work. I'm not saying they don't find a way to try to imitate, but that's exactly at, what it is in yeah. imitation because at it's point, not the original. Like yeah. even I'm just gonna say it when white people get dreads in their hair, um, it to me never looks as good as when a black person gets dreads in their hair. You know, the white people dreads always look weird to me. I think I've only seen maybe one white person whose dreads look good. But other than that, I'm just like, y'all look homeless. Like, it's just not working for me. Like, it's not giving what it was supposed to give, as they be saying on TikTok. Like, it's not giving what it's supposed to give. I I just don't be here for it. But that's me personally. And I'm sure some would disagree. This is my personal opinion. But anywho, I agree to an extent, Jordan. I mean, I, I do think, you know, they could have been thinking, I don't know about back in the day, but at least more in like modern times, I would say they could have been thinking like, oh, we didn't think of that. That's cool. You know how to do it. And I will say the times I know y'all have probably all experienced this in the workplace, especially if you ever worked in a white office, you know, a predominantly white environment where you'll change your hair and you just know when you go into work on Monday, you just prepare yourself for the stupid ass comments because you either going to get, oh my God, your hair looks so great. Is that yours? Yeah, because when you saw me last week, my hair was like six inches. But yeah, uh uh-huh, it's down my back today. Yes, ma'am. You know, you just know. Like, they're going to say something ignorant or something stupid. And so if any white people do listen to this, stop making those comments to black people. I'm just going to, I'm going to help y'all out today. Like, stop. Stop telling black people or asking them if they they grew their hair overnight. Did you grow your hair overnight? I want y'all to use y'all head. Okay? You can leave it at, oh, your hair looks pretty, and keep it pushing. We don't need any other context. Like, just don't. Y'all keep talking after the compliment, and that's where you go That's where you go wrong. You go left. Reel it in. Yeah, you don't have to explain the compliment. You can just <laughs> give it and leave it at that. Well, can I make a statement? Because Megan said something earlier about the, oh, like, don't touch my hair or something like that. I'm not going to lie. I was, like, halfway listening at that moment because I was trying to book my appointment. But... It just made me like, I just remembered all the times when I've dealt with people wanting to touch my hair and like not asking or asking happened black people. Really? Yes, it was black people. And this was, I mean, in high school and stuff, um, because ain't nobody stepping to my head now, especially with COVID, you know, we keeping our six feet distance. Um, But yes, like when I was in high school, y'all, I used to have like 
other black people constantly running their hands through my hair, just reaching out, touching it. And I'd be like, bro, don't touch my hair. Like, you should know not to touch my head. The craziest thing. Just wanted to shake up the table yeah. with that one. <laughs> well, the table shook because yeah. I don't think. I, I ain't got nothing I... for you. I don't know those black people. I don't know how yeah, they grew I don't up. Think... I've had black people touch my hair, but it's never been like, I guess the difference has never been like out of curiosity. Gotcha. Um, you know, like white people do it out of curiosity. I feel like black people yeah. just be messing with you. Like, I think you're you right, know? Dice. I agree so. 100%. Now that yeah. I think about it, like I have had like a very close friend, maybe like, you know, touch my hair or whatever if it's if it's different, but it's never been and I think that's what it is. It's like okay, I'm like gonna take it deeper probably than what it is, but I think like a lot of people have experienced that with white people, it's like curiosity was a good word, but it almost makes you feel like you're like, I don't know, like on display for like a mm-hmm. show or something like, oh, let me dissect this and oh, what is that? And how is that in there? Like <laughs> it makes you feel like, okay, I'm not a spectacle. Like, keep right. your hands off of me. Keep your hands off of my hair. It's not my job to, like, explain to you how this style came to be. Okay? Like, so, don't do that. I'm going to tell y'all, and I'm sure people are going to, you know, um, come for me for this, but I'm just going to keep it real. I've only allowed ever in my life, so far anyway, one white person to touch my hair. And why I allowed it was because the girl was from uh, Sweden, and she had never been around black people before and had never seen black people before she came to America, like for real, for real. And so she was very nice. I worked with her. I don't have nothing bad to say about this individual. She was a very sweet girl. And she asked, she was like, can I touch your hair? And so I let her do it because I figured this is going to be her once in a lifetime opportunity to touch a black person's hair. And it's probably never going to come again. And I knew it was coming from a genuine place. I don't think she was trying to be like mean or nasty or anything. I think she legit was like really curious as to what black hair felt like. And since she had never interacted with black people, I was like, she probably ain't going to never know. And so she did it. She was like, Oh my God, it's so soft. And blah, blah, blah. Like I think in their mind, they think, when they see our hair, that it's going to be rough or like going to feel like a Brillo pad or something. <laughs> when they touch it and they learn it's the complete opposite, they're surprised. And so she was like, oh, it's so pretty and blah, blah, blah. She didn't say nothing bad or whatever. And so that's probably the person the last time. So y'all go ahead and come for me. It's fine. But, you know, I'm also one for educating people. You know what I'm saying? At least she asked. Some of you white folks be out here just grabbing. She probably went back home and was the pride of her whole town. Okay. She was like, I did it. I did. Journey <laughs> shut. Up. Oh my god. I did. <laughs> but I mean, that sounds different though, Dice. Like she wasn't from here, so she didn't know. Like, yeah, I don't know. I feel like that situation is completely different. But I'm just in general gonna give a PSA and say, white people, black people's hair is not your museum. So you know, go into cosmetology. It's for the best to not touch it, honestly. But yes, that was just a weird one-off situation. I have had. Oh, go ahead, Megan. I was just gonna say I have had one person, like I think I, I don't know, just wore my hair out. Um, and she was like, "Oh, it's so pretty." She was like, "I just love your curls." And um, she had asked me like, she was like, "Well, how long is it when it's straight?" And I was like, um, I think I had just took one of my curls and I had just pulled it or whatever. And she was like, oh my God. She was like, so it curls up that much. And I don't know why that was so funny to me, but it was, I was like, oh yeah, girl, um, shrinkage in the black hair community is a major thing. I was like, don't let the 
shoulder length curls fool you. If I have to stretch this thing out, it's going to be a task when it comes to straightening it. But she, she's still in that moment. Like she didn't try to touch it. She just was curious. Yeah. Yeah. I was that shrinkage be making me mad. I ain't going to lie. Ooh, that shrinkage be pissing me off so bad. I remember the first time I saw some shrinkage, um, because I was not natural at first. I went natural. Like y'all know, I was still a straight natural. So it was um, like this little girl who was the friend of my mom's and they had washed her hair while we were over there visiting and the little girl came back out. And y'all, I ain't gonna lie. I was like, oh my God, did they cut it? (laughs) They were like, no, it's shrinkage. Like, and I was like, what? And so that was my learning experience. And I was probably like 13. So I should have known, but. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. We live and we learn. But yeah. oh, I was also gonna say too, Dice, that's actually gotta be pretty cool to like have been someone's like first experience with um African Americans. That's pretty cool. Look at you. Yeah, you know, hey, like I said, you just know, out here I'm, doing your your black duties. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I try and y'all don't y'all don't know, but Jordan and Megan know at my job, I'm one of the few black people. So I be telling them stories all the time about incidents that occur. With um, I be asked particular questions, black culture related questions that I be having to answer in the most respectful way that I possibly can. But I'm gonna say that for another episode. Some but just funny know ones y'all too. <laughs> just know y'all that there are some white people out here that you can you know educate. But you as a person, as a black person, you have to be open to educating them too. I know some black people are very intolerant of that, and it's that's fine. If that's how you want to be. But I feel like they're not gonna learn any other way. Like if you're not telling them, I can almost guarantee you they are not going and looking for it (laughs) so it's just way easier just to go ahead and and educate them so they know better and we can all move on I agree I'm definitely I know Dyson I share that quality I'm open to educating anyone just don't touch me um (laughs) that's my limit right there but I do want to ask y'all like have you ever felt um encouraged or discouraged to wear your hair a certain way Yeah, yeah, absolutely. 
<laughs> Both do, me and Jordan have experienced this. Yeah, I do try to take my hairstyles into consideration. I mean, take, you know, like my job and stuff into consideration whenever I'm selecting a hairstyle. For me, mainly when it comes to getting braids, because, you know, other than that, all I'm going to do is wear it in a bun or wear it straight. So those two are pretty okay. But if I... Um, if I wear braids, then I am just kind of like, ooh, you know, can I can I make this work for the workplace? Yeah, I I I don't know. I feel like I have a lot of stories with this, but I will say, like I told y'all earlier, when I first went natural, I was definitely discouraged from doing it. Um, because at that time it wasn't popping and there was not enough education surrounding natural hair, even on YouTube. I mean, YouTube was still relatively new then. Um, there wasn't a lot of people talking about natural hair. So I, y'all, I learned through trial and error, like really, like there was a point in time where I wasn't even wearing a bonnet because I didn't know that you needed to wear a bonnet. Um, when I first went natural, nobody told me. So I had like breakage, like, Ooh, y'all was bad. But nevertheless, um, I was discouraged from doing that. Um, my mom is never, has never been like a huge fan of braids or she only likes certain ones. Like if I ever get like big braids, she always talks about how she don't like them or whatever. She only likes the smaller braid. I'm like, mama, this is not your head. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, it's really sadly, I feel like a lot of it came from within my family. Um, whether I was to be discouraged, which was most of the time, um, you know, the only time they really didn't have nothing to say about my hair is if my hair was straight, but otherwise they would always have something slick to say. Um, as far as the workplace, I do think, you know, depending on where you work, yeah, I understand that, you know, sometimes as black people, especially black women, we have to think twice about whether we're going to get a certain hairstyle um, because you don't know how your employer is going to react. I mean, same thing with interviews. Um, when I have my loose natural hair, because um, right now my hair is in braids, but when I wear my natural hair, you know, I always, when I have an interview, I pin that thing all the way back. You wouldn't even know I had hair because of how much I pin it back and out of the way so that they can't really tell. Um, you know, I guess it's like a bouffant, as they would say, but I pin it, I pin it all the way back. But I do that because you just don't know. Um, you know, as black people, that's something that we have to think about that I think other races, especially white people, don't have to think about before they go on job interviews, or even if you have a job, if you're going to be meeting with anybody like outside of your organization, you have to think twice, like I might've had, you know, a head wrap on that day, you know, um, a very colorful, beautiful head wrap. And it's like, oh, I'm supposed to meet with somebody. I could, should I keep this head wrap on my head? Like, it's just a lot of things that we have to, I think, consider that other races just don't. Wow. That's interesting. I was sitting here thinking, and I think I've done like interviews with, um probably like the bun that I have in right now I think I've gone interviews with my hair like twisted out um I think I've gone interviews with sew-ins with braids like I don't think there's one way that I haven't worn my hair as far as like trying to get a job and when I'm on the job I definitely do what I want to do but but y'all know you know our hair is very different (laughs) yeah I was gonna say y'all know me though like I don't have many um I don't know, adventurous styles. Like, my braids are usually the color of my hair. I mean, it's nothing inappropriate about a bun. <laughs> it's nothing inappropriate Megan about Megan got that good hair, sewing. as the people would say. Whatever. Would hey, say. I rebuke that statement. I used to hate when people would say, because I actually did get this a lot in high school, like, when some people were starting, I guess, to entertain, like, transitioning, like, oh, no, I'm not going natural because I ain't got good hair like you. Like, I I don't like that statement because I believe all black hair 
is good hair. Like you just have to learn how to manage what your hair is like. There is no um no better type of black hair. Yeah, I mean I understand what you're saying. I but I do think like I only speak for myself again. My hair in its natural state is big. And I just know that if I go on a job interview and especially at a white company or a predominantly white company with that big ass afro, there's a very high chance I'm not getting that job. I'm just oh, keeping yeah, it all the way. Yeah. Real. I mean you definitely got to like, play the cards. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, you gotta a recognize who you're chance. talking to. You know, not saying now there might be some that are very open, but as a black person, I can't take that chance. Like I just can't. I need the job, so I gotta, you know, unfortunately conform or whatever. At least until I get the job, but then after that, you know, that's when they be like, "Oh, you have all that hair." <laughs> yep. can't do nothing about it now you're right i think for me it just goes back to what i was saying earlier about like it's never been something that i've really given much of a thought to when it comes to me because i've always been natural you know what i'm saying so like the way that i i I guess the way that i like would wear my hair it's just the way that i've always worn it so it's never occurred to me to like do anything different because it's like well how else am I supposed to wear it like this is the way that I that I do my hair um but I do recognize that like people definitely discriminate I mean it's just you know it's just the way the way the game um so I'm with you at the end of the day you got to be aware of your surroundings and know what kind of people you're working with um so let's talk about like let's transition a little bit from us to like, you know, celebs and stuff. Um, there have been several Black actresses who have complained. Um, actually, like, I feel like it's come out more between this year and last year that there's rarely um, or sometimes never anyone on the set, like, to fix their hair. So um, perfect example is Taraji P. Henson. Um, she said that a stylist on a magazine shoot damaged her hair with a root booster. I don't even know what a root booster is. Um and then another stylist brought a cheap wig and didn't know how to style it. And so now she takes her own stylist, you know, at her own expense. Um, Gabrielle Union says that she was fired from America's Got Talent for her hairstyles being too black. So kind of what we were just talking about a second ago. Um, you know, I know that uh, the lady, and I forgot her name, I feel so bad, but the girl who plays Angela on Boy Meets World she recently revealed that all those times that you saw her with like those braids and micros and different colors and stuff she said that that was her like getting her hair done at her own expense prior to you know them filming a new season because there was no one available um to do her hair you know there there was no one there to help her um and so she had to do that you know on her own so i mean what do y'all think about kind of this lack of um awareness and this lack of you know resources available to um actresses and probably singers as well in the industry for their hair um I just think it's sad I mean we live in a white centric world (laughs) and I just think these things do not occur to them um you know in Hollywood or whatever like I feel like still to this day most actors and actresses are white and so they make sure that those actors and actresses have proper hairstyles, makeup artists, et cetera, to do their hair and their makeup. And I feel like because the black um, or even any minority, really, but since we're talking about black hair, I feel like because of the black actors and actresses, there's not that many. 
it's like, oh, okay, well, why do we need to go out of our way, you know, to get you a hairstylist or a makeup artist or whatever? Um, I just think it's just a lack of awareness. Um, and obviously they just don't give a damn. <laughs> but yeah, I think a lack of awareness and just figuring, oh, well, you can just figure it out on your own, which is really funny because like you would never expect a white actor or actress to figure it out on their own. Um, you would never, you know, allow them to do such a thing. But for black people, it's like, oh, whatever, you're just lucky to be here. So, you know, figure it out. So, and I think the another example, um, I don't remember the character, but in high school musical, the black girl always had them headbands on. Um, she was another one that came out and said like, she was wearing headbands because the way that they did her hair, um, they didn't have the front. I'm guessing the front must've not been laid. And so it must've been like really obvious that they had put like a half wig on her or whatever. And so she was saying like to avoid embarrassing herself, she put headbands on and that just became part of her character, but it wasn't because, you know, that's what they wanted was because she just refused (laughs) to look a hot mess and I don't blame her. So anyways, just another random example. Well, um, Megan, do you want to give us your thoughts? Because I actually had a different question for y'all. And I was going to ask you, I'll just tell you the question before Megan goes if she wants to. But um, on the flip side of that, when you have black media houses, mainly Tyler Perry, and we dog him for those wigs that he always puts his people in, what's the answer for that? (laughs) Like, what's what's the reason for that? Well, I think it's the same thing, honestly. I mean, it's just, just because he's black and he's hiring all these black people, um, that just tells you how sometimes you don't have enough hands on deck and you don't think of everything. Um, those wigs are atrocious. I mean <laughs> And see, and my thing is how do we know that they don't think that it looks good? Come on now. They, I'm, oh, I'm just there. saying how do and, we know and see you sound like a tiktok meme um <laughs> like we're gonna know. <laughs> you know how would they know yeah we're gonna know but no we like spend too much time on tiktok go ahead we are yeah but no, <laughs> what what the um early examples were making me think of is like dice was saying um hollywood is all about what sells and they're always constantly trying to push uh Eurocentric people on us you know what I'm saying whether they are of Caucasian origins or not if you have Eurocentric features then Hollywood feels like that is what is going to sell so it's not surprising that in the movie industry especially where you've got a mixed cast a cast of mixed race from a white studio house um and nine times out of ten these black actresses are not the main you know leads they're in some type of supporting role so of course they're not going to think about who's there to do their hair or having the proper um, materials there to do their hair. And so I guess the reason why I brought up Tyler Perry is because you take out all of those factors. You're not trying to sell Eurocentric features. You've got a predominantly black cast. And if you have white people, they're in supporting roles. You're not pushing Eurocentric features. You're pushing African features. You know, like you're pushing the black American storyline. So why would you not consider and take the time to, um, I guess, to like really consider hair and how your uh, your your actors are going to look? And oftentimes with him, it's not even supporting actors whose heads be messed up. It be the main character. Yeah, we got to look say. at this in every scene. Yeah. So it's like, why are you not thinking about this? Like, why do you think that looks good? Because you got enough people at Tyler Perry Studios that can tell you it don't. Clearly, you don't have the right people, and that's why I said like. When you pose the question, no, I, I agree with you 100%. Like, I've never thought that there was any excuse as to why those wigs are as horrible as they are. That's one area where he has failed repeatedly in my eyes, and it needs to be fixed before his next project comes out because I'm tired of seeing these 
half-ass um efforts at giving these leading actresses these wigs because it's just it's too much for me now megan when you said that was one area where he has failed i was gonna be petty and i still am and i'm gonna say it's another area that he's failed repeatedly and that's giving us these storylines so maybe he's like trying oh, to <laughs> well I, that's 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 an argument where i feel like black people would never agree because believe it or not there are some people who like they appreciate those stories no matter how repetitive it may feel there's somebody out there who likes it and the proof is in the money he's making like at the end of the day there's somebody who can relate to all these stories that he keeps putting out so i'm not really gonna go there with that but i'm just gonna say like there's one thing i think the whole black community can agree on is that them wigs have been trash from the beginning um and he needs to fix that like you're not it's not the 90s you ain't on stage with the play no more like it's time to up your game sir um that's that's my take on the Tyler Perry thing I really didn't have anything else to say as far as the other um situations with the celebrities because I think I feel like Dice said it very well like it's just lack of awareness and it's just time and I was gonna ask y'all um do y'all know who I was sitting here trying to think about and I can't think of who it was but there's somebody who also recently came out um I think this year and I can't think of who it was I want to say their character had like finger waves or something like that but it was a shortcut and it was like on point all times and she came out and was like oh I used to do this in my dressing room every morning do y'all remember who it was it was um I want to say her name it's not Rue I'm, I'm thinking of Zendaya but it was the girl from the uh, adventures of Sabrina um uh, yes Prudence. yes the Prudence. girl played Prudence yeah she was like oh I did this and I was like wow like I mean, her hair was laid every episode. I mean, it, it was on point. So, you know, I, I was I was shocked. You know, um, how, how did um clip go of Nini from Housewives? I was in tears almost. I was like, oh my goodness, she was doing this before every episode. Like, it just goes to show because I think there's this narrative that like, um, all the Netflix movies and shows like you know they're just rolling out the red carpet for these people and to hear that like wow so even she was still doing her own hair I was like we gotta up our game man we gotta show black people more appreciation but um and she didn't have that much hair to do they really could have stuck a wig on that if they wanted to so that's really crazy yeah that's crazy but hopefully we'll see some change I just I think um I don't know if y'all noticed this but like it doesn't just happen in Hollywood if you think about it, like, um, I'm a Disney person. I know I've seen people talk about like on YouTube before how, um, people, black people will go to, um, Disneyland and they'll take their little girls to like that boutique. Um, I think it's called the Bibbidi Bobbidi boutique or something like that. And, um, usually all the people there to like do the makeup and the hair on the little girls, they're white. So a lot of the times the black people go in knowing like my little girl hair need to already be done because I know they don't have no black people in there. Um, you know, and, and they're just, I would say even with, um, did y'all, y'all probably used to watch America's Next Top Model. Like they used to only know, in my opinion, they only used to know how to do the white people hair. And I was like, well, nah, dang, Tyra, you sitting up here heading this up and you ain't got people on here who know how to do your own people hair. Like, so I just, you know, I feel like um, the world in general has a lot of growth to do. Um, I'm going to feel like, I feel like y'all have like more input on this next one than I probably would. Um, But there are a lot of people who, celebrities who get more praise for wearing care that isn't theirs. 
um, the two that y'all named <laughs> were SZA <laughs> and um, Ari Lennox. So, like, let's get yeah. into that. Let's talk more about that. So, I only learned about this because of TikTok. Um, as I said earlier, spending way too much time on there. So, um, I didn't really notice this issue until someone said it on TikTok. So what they were saying was, um, I'm going to start with Ari Lennox. So what they were saying was, you know, Ari Lennox, when she was first came out on the scene, she's very natural with her natural hair, you know, or whatever. Um, didn't really seem to have like a lot of heavy makeup. Everything was very natural. And so they said that men, and I'm sure primarily black men, unfortunately, um, were dogging her, um, calling her ugly, you know, whatever, whatever. Like she was, she wasn't really getting a whole lot of like positive, um, attention or feedback for her looks or whatever, even though really it shouldn't even have been about that anyway, cause she was making music, but nevertheless, you know how the world goes. So they said in recent times, um, Ari Lennox has started wearing like, you know, the lace fronts and the wigs and the long straight hair with all the body or whatever. And they said, if you look like her comments are totally different now, you know, oh, she's so beautiful or oh, you're so pretty or whatever. So the same can be said for SZA where they were saying that when SZA first came out, like she was very natural as well. Um, you know, I think at one point somebody said she had like an Afro, um, another time I only known of SZA to have like, you know, like the real big hair, but it was more on like the straight side, but it was like kind of like the puffy straight hair, I guess. Um, and so she, like they were saying that when she was doing those types of hairstyles or wearing those types of hairstyles, it was the same thing. Like people were dogging her, telling her she looks a mess, et cetera, et cetera. And now in recent times, SZA has flipped the opposite. And now she's also starting to get more into the lace fronts, more into the wigs, you know, whatever, and different types of hairstyles um, that are more mainstream, quote unquote. So like, I think they had referenced it as kind of like more city girls. <laughs> um, so that's like the reference the person used. I can't remember the TikTok user, so I apologize, but that's what they were saying. So again, I hadn't thought about it until then. And I was like, yeah, I guess it is true or whatever. And I mean, I'm sure and some people who listen to this can relate maybe even in their own personal lives where they might wear their natural hair and, you know, nobody gives them the time of day. But as soon as they, you know, get some braids, slap on a wig, you know, everybody's like, oh, you just look so beautiful. Right. So it's just, I think, an issue within our community, especially, and then of course society, but we talk about black people. I think the black community, like I said, has a, has a hard time accepting ourselves. Um, and so we end up policing each other. And so it's like, oh no, you shouldn't wear your hair like that. And I'm just like, look, everybody is not into, you know, um, lace fronts and I'm nothing wrong with that. Like you wear weave, I'm, I don't care. That's fine. That's great. Like, but I'm like, y'all need to understand that everybody's not into that. Some people do want to wear their natural hair. Some people do want to try different hairstyles. So anyways, that's really what that was about. Who are some other celebrities that y'all can think of that get like major praise for their hair and then come to find out it's not even theirs? Oh, he might not be a celebrity and I can't think of his name, but y'all know that um, model on Instagram, he's this um, dark-skinned black guy with his daughter, and they're known for ha- they're known for their hair, and it's not even there. So he wears the really tall, flat tops, and he even went as far as to like start making hair care products. It ended up being like a whole situation, but like he's still modeling, he's still in business or whatever. But um, I'm sure y'all have seen him. It, it'd be like this dark-skinned black guy with his daughter, and they're both beautiful. Like don't get me wrong, they're beautiful human beings. Um, but he'll have this really, really tall flat top and she has all this hair and it's been like 
constant debate about if their hair is real or not. And I don't think his is. Um, I I believe his daughter's might be, but I do know like there was a lot of back and forth about them on the internet because it was said that his hair wasn't real. Y'all don't know who I'm talking about? No, mm-hmm. I don't think I do. But it sounds very interesting, nonetheless. I'm going to find some pictures and send it to you all. I got to think of his name. I think it's like uh-huh. Benny. Benny something. Hold on. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of some other celebrities. Um, yeah, I don't know off the top of my head. I mean, I just know those two from that video. But I'm sure, like, if we really took the time yeah, <laughs> to sit and think, right? yeah, we could, like, come up with some more, um, you know, examples. But I just think it just shines light on an issue that we have in the Black community and have been having for decades, at least, mm-hmm. um, of not accepting our own hair. I agree with you. And I think that we can, um, as a people, like, just be more aware. Like you said, I mean, I love... I love, let me tell you something. I think we talked about this on the last episode. I used to love a good sewing as much as the next person, okay? Kept them in rotation. Um, so there's nothing wrong with like weave, braids, none of that. But I do think it's important to um, at least value like what you have on your own, you know, at the bare minimum first. And then, you know, um, value those other things. And I think it's just good to kind of have people around you who can, see that as well like I don't know y'all know y'all okay y'all were both at my wedding like I had a sewing you know for that but um what was so funny is like in no time literally y'all's favorite person you know he was like so how long that's gonna be in we ain't gonna take that out like he he really loves my natural hair more than anything like anytime I get braids you know, he'll be like, oh, that's cute. You know, yeah, they'll, they'll look cute on you. Or, you know, the sewing he thought was beautiful. Um, But at the end of the day, he's like, yeah, but I'm ready to see your real hair, though. Like, when, when that's coming back. So I feel like we need more of that. Just, like, whether it comes to relationships, friendships, whatever. Like, you need to, you know, remember at the end of the day, whatever you naturally have is beautiful as well. Like, it doesn't always have to um be something else, you know, in your head for you to look beautiful it's kind of my inspiration inspiration speech for the day well said megan well said did you just put an o after did you i said megan i did we be changing up sometimes because y'all know regis had called me candice on he did he did and i was crying it's like okay and i started to make a joke of it but i was like nah, nah I, started, <laughs> I started to call you candice right behind yeah. him but i was like let me not I was gonna put it in the chat and be like, "All right, so Candace's new name is Candy." Candy, but yeah, I don't know where he got that from um, in that moment because it was weird. But nevertheless, um, <laughs> yeah. we'll have to we love you, Regis. We love you. Next time we talk to him, we got to bring that up because that was hilarious to me. Um, but I feel like this is a good chat, you guys, about black hair and listeners. We hope that y'all enjoyed it. Um, don't forget to subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts for media alerts every time new episodes air. We also want to invite you guys to follow us on YouTube, IG, Facebook, Twitter, at NYABG Pod. Also, don't forget to visit our fabulous website. It's very pretty. It's NYABG podcast.com and we will talk to y'all next time one more announcement though guys oh yeah Um, if we can let's just you know take a nice little moment of silence if you don't know um dmx the original rough rider uh he passed away on yesterday uh april 9th friday april 9th um and so 
yeah, just definitely want to lift him and his family up in prayers. And, you know, all of his fans are in mourning right now, all of the lives that he has touched. So definitely let's just take a moment of silence to um, remember him and remember his greatness. And I know that I said we were leaving. Um, just kidding. One more thing. Wanted to remind you guys, um, don't forget that we are still looking for more submissions, um, more crazy ex stories. We want to do an episode about a time where people might have been the crazy ex in the situation. So um, don't forget to go to our IG page. The link is there to where you can go to the forum. Submissions are anonymous. And we want to hear all about the times that y'all have been crazy. Okay, so share those stories with us. We need them. It's going to be a good episode. Um, Jordan Dyson, I will see y'all next time or talk to y'all next time. I always say see because I think we're on YouTube. But thank you for listening. And don't forget to tune in for your next episode of Not Your Average Black Girls Podcast. Bye. Bye. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. When everyone's on the same page, getting things done at work is easy. No matter what you do or what industry you're in, how you communicate is key. Everything you type is equally important to collaboration, and Grammarly can help. Think of it as your AI writing partner, empowering you to communicate effectively and efficiently so you can make a bigger impact in the workplace. 96% of Grammarly users say it helps them craft more impactful writing. And as the gold standard of responsible AI, Grammarly is your secure AI writing partner that allows your team to make their point and move faster. By understanding your writing and context, Grammarly provides relevant, personalized suggestions. And with tone suggestions, you can navigate even the most difficult work conversations. You can also save time from spending hours editing drafts to just seconds with one click. Sign up and download Grammarly for free at grammarly.com slash podcast. That's G-R-A-M-M-A-R-L-Y dot com slash podcast. Easier said, done.